This is season six of the Team Roping Journals podcast, The Score. With over two million downloads, this is where Team Ropers talk. Hey everyone, it's Chelsea Schaefer. Welcome to a bonus episode of The Score. So if you're listening to this on the day it came out, you might be wondering why we're dropping the score on a Friday. We never do that. Uh, we're on an off week, but there's some big things happening that we wanted to bring a special guest on in Melanie Smith from Solo Select to let you know about. So on April 6th, Denny Gentry and the Riata Buckle announced the Proxy Horses Program. That is a new addition to the $2.5 million Riata Buckle, and it allows you essentially to compete on a non-Riata Buckle horse so long as you are roping with somebody that's riding a Riata Buckle horse in November, and so long as you have either bred to a Riata Buckle stallion in 2023, or you have a weanling, yearling, two or three-year-old Riata horse. That way you can utilize the nomination of that young horse and ride a proxy horse in the Riata Buckle. That will help you be eligible for the big money there at the Riata. So it's something that a lot of ropers have had questions about pretty much since they announced it. My phone has been blowing up from people at the top, from just regular ropers uh, at every single number on the handicapping system. So we wanted to bring Melanie Smith on to talk to her a little bit about the breeding game because you are going to now have more opportunity than ever to breed to a Riata Buckle Stallion because there are a lot of them. A lot of them now because of the proxy program are running specials and uh, and there's not a lot of babies available. So you've got to look for them. So that's why we have Mel on today because she has a horse sale this weekend with her solo select program, uh, select online sales that you can download the app and bid on some very select Riata Buckle prospects. This year, she is offering weanlings by Dirty Fling, which will be the first weanling by Dirty Fling offered to the public. There will be weanlings uh, by Show Me the Buckles out of some of the Relentless Bermuda's premier mares, mares that have shaped the Relentless Bermuda program since back when Trevor was rodeoing. So it's a very exciting time. And that is why we wanted to talk to Melanie Smith of Solo Select. Before we get started with this interview, I want you to go to bidbid.theselectonline.com. That is where you can download the Solo Select Select Online Sales app. And that is where on Sunday, April 9th, you will find all of these amazing prospects that we're going to talk about in this episode for sale, where you can register to bid. You can watch how they go. Even if you're not going to bid, it's a lot of fun to watch it, as Melanie and I will talk about uh, on this episode. I uh, have bid on a few, knew I wasn't going to get them, but I love watching these sales. This is a Sunday-only sale, Easter Sunday. What a heck of a way to spend some time with your family, and you can be watching Roping.com on your TV screen because we're going to have all of our DVDs, including Legend and Driven and The Perfect Spin with Clay Tryon. Those are all going to be free for everybody to download the Roping.com app and watch those. And you can watch that on one screen. And then on the other, you can watch what these horses are going for. Watch how alive and well the rope horse market is. There's going to be ICSI aspirations. There's out of uh, some amazing mares that we'll tell you about on this episode. And lots of babies, lots of brood mares. 
this is a Roper's Dream Sale. Remember, I'm going to tell you that again so you don't miss it. Bid.theselectonline.com. You can download an app for Android or for, uh, of course, Apple. So check that out. Hope you enjoy this episode. Okay, Mel, you guys have, so Solo Select has a sale coming up this weekend. Give me the rundown on what is special about this sale and why Team Ropers should care and pay attention to it. So a lot of our sales will typically have more of the cutting and cow horses in them. Um, This sale in particular is going to have a really good selection of rope horse babies uh, and mares. So anybody that wants to get into the breeding business for rope horses, uh, you know, whether you want to buy the mare or you just want to get exactly what you see, get a baby that's on the ground out of a mare that you like, buy a stud you like that's the color you like, we've got we've got something for both people there. Uh, additionally, we have an ICSI aspiration selling out of uh, the paint mare queen uh, that everybody knows of of Miles and Trevor's and uh, big time movie so, star. Yes. Big time movie star. So we got the results in uh, from Q data and she was already the number one uh, all time earning rope horse maturity mayor. And then they went and combed through all the data that they have. And she is now the number one all time earning rope horse or maturity rope horse ever. So that's really exciting. Um, and I think it's a, a real testament to Miles and Trevor's program. And that mare is just cool because if, if people have seen her in person, you would love that mare if she was not good at her job. Yeah. Because she's just beautiful. Like, she is what we call the picture of a mare. Like, she has got a clean neck. She's pretty headed. She's got a big, pretty eye. She's shapey. She's got the size. Like, it's all there. And then her being the best at her job is just an absolute cherry on top. So it's kind of cool that they got the whole package in that one and we're excited to be a part of her. So this is the first time we'll offer an aspiration out of her to the public. And she, she's cowy too. Her ears are pinned flat back in every picture, whether or not Ty, whether or not Ty likes that or not. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. That mayor, you know, Miles and Trevor could probably test more to her trainability and how cowy she is and I think Miles's favorite thing he says about her is that Mara just wants to be good and she's tough like she will take the runs and she stays pure and she's just a good horse so there's a lot to be said for that when they take it uh for multiple runs in a day like that Mara has and Treston can show her too like she's not just an open you know she's open caliber obviously but she's not just an open level horse like she can great minded mare like everybody can ride her you can bring her home and anybody can get on her mm-hmm. she's just not one of those that is real um fractious i feel like a lot of horses that have the capabilities of being over open horses a lot of times that comes with a little more fractious horse mm-hmm. and it's just the price you pay for having one that's that gritty and that mare is gritty but she's so sensible about everything mm-hmm. so that's uh that it's just she's got a lot that makes her unique and special, I think. And and I've had some conversations with team ropers uh, at, over the years about talking about how this process is going to evolve. I think Billy Myers and I also had this conversation that 
at first, ropers, you know, even just a couple years ago, Trevor and Miles and all kinds of ropers were looking at quote-unquote cutter rejects as three- and four-year-olds. And that was, like, the least expensive way in to the rope horse maturity game was a three- or four-year-old that didn't really make it in the cutting or didn't really make it in the cow horse. Now, what would you say, how how has that changed, and what's the what's ropers' best way into the incentive and futurity game? Well, I think that the cutters have served their purpose very well, and I think they will continue to if they're the, the right kind. But I think it's just going to get to where it takes such a specific horse to win. We're going to have to start raising them. Mm-hmm. So those cutters are going to continue to work, and especially if you're not trying to have an open caliber what what in the cutting or the cow horse we would call open caliber i think that's what you guys would call them in the mm-hmm. in the rope horse futurities but uh you know to have that true big time horse it's probably going to start taking a more specialized horse so i think those will still have their place but i think as team ropers they're gonna the the industry is going to force them to start looking at prospects and never have we seen people buy a yearling and send it to a cow horse trainer for six months with absolutely no intentions of taking it to the cow horse maturity. So th- these people are sending these horses off to the cow horse trainer and then they might keep them at home or ranch on them a minute and then send them to their rope horse maturity trainer first of their three-year-old year. So I think that we're going to see more people doing that. They can buy those yearlings that are more they're, they're specialized for exactly what they want to do, whether it is that cow run cross or they're by some of these programs that are established that have been raising rope horses for the last several years. Um, that That is where I think a lot of people are going to get in. And then you're going to have some people that I think want to start dabbling in the breeding game. Uh, we are getting way more rope horses to breed this year than we ever have before. So that's already starting, but uh, I think it takes a special person as far as the team ropers go to to get into the breeding because it takes a little different facility. It takes a little more dedication to those mares unless you're going to leave them at a breeding facility full time. You've got to take them back and forth to the breeding barn and quite a bit to get those mares checked and palpated and bred and flushed and all that. So, um, But if you have a family or a wife that loves babies, what a cool way to bring them into what you love to do. Mm-hmm. You know, they don't have to go sit at the team roping all day. They can have, you know, a mare that has two or three babies a year that your kids can can help you raise and kind of get, get them outside and get a little more interest in the horse deal if they're if team roping in particular isn't their thing. So I think that there's a lot of cool um, upside to raising their own. I just think it's going to take the people that have the right facilities and the right kind of dedication for it. Cause it's not an instant gratification thing. It's, it's a, it's a pretty long process to get from an idea to a winner at the rope horse maturity. Yeah. I mean, even, even Denny, the, the, the point about the wives liking him, Denny Gentry, uh, when he bought those two show me the buckles uh, embryos mm-hmm. that were in recent mares, it had it. He wanted it to be for Connie because Connie was going to so enjoy the babies. And I think, yeah. I think that's a comment. I'm not gonna. I don't want to stereotype and say just wives love babies, but yeah. I do think wives and kids and and partners, anybody is is gonna. It's a family thing to raise a horse usually. Yes. Yeah, and and like. Once again, not to offend any team ropers, but there's not a lot of wives and kids that just love to go sit around and watch the team roping all day. You know, Truth. so yes. it's kind of a cool way to involve your whole family again into something that you love and 
And it's something that's a lifelong hobby. Like you can instill that into your kids and, and that is something if they like it, they can enjoy for their entire lives. Mm -hmm. So I just think it's a cool way to, to bring your kids and your family back into what we do every day. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And so this sale is also going to have this weekend, your sale is going to have quite a few weanlings in it. Tell me about the weanlings that you're fixing to offer. So we have a specific set of weanlings that are from Trevor and Miles's program. Um, Those are all by Show Me the Buckles, and they're out of mares that have all contributed to their program in one way or another. So they have a Buckles filly out of Glory who we own with them now. Uh, Everybody has seen them show that mare for the last couple years. Um, They've got some out of the dams to several horses that they've had a lot of success on. Um, so they've got four buckles colts in there that are really nice. And then we have a woody colt in there that's out of a one-time mare. And uh, we're going to be offering the first dirty fling colt to the public. So this one is out of a pale face stunt mare. He's real pretty. Uh, got a big white face, and he's going to be roan. Uh, so that that's going to be the first fling offered to the public. And then um, we'll have some mares that will sell as packages as well that have babies on their side. So there's two mares with dirty fling babies on their side, uh, which will be kind of cool. You take those mares home, they'll be ready to breed back the way you guys want. So um, if somebody has a stud that they've been wanting to breed to, or if they want to breed them to one of our studs, we can make that happen too. How are you feeling going into the sale? I feel like this is this is going to be the first time that Trevor and Miles and your Show Me the Buckles Colts have been not offered to the public, but the first time that since in this set of rope horses, I guess, that show me the buckles colts mm-hmm. as a rope horse prospect rather than a, yeah. than a reigning prospect. Tell me yeah. how you're feeling about the market going into this sale. You know, it seems to be really strong. And the fact is if you have the goods, people are buying them. Um, I think the lower end horse market has dropped off a little bit. Those kind of average horses have, have backed up a little bit, but if you have the stuff people want, they uh they are ready to pay for it and mm-hmm. and i think those buckles colts are they're eligible for all of the right stuff they're out of the mares that have already proven themselves either as producers or show horses or both um and and you don't get to be the greatest of all time without knowing what you're doing you know mm-hmm. trevor knows those mares he believed in buckles he believes in those mares so i think it's just going to be exciting to see where they end up and how much they win because they're they're meant to be winners in the rope horse pen yeah and i think um with these babies people now with the proxy program with the the riata buckle just announced this week and i I think i just saw in their facebook that they just posted it on facebook um that you have to now to ride an unnominated horse at the riata buckle you have to show that you've invested in the riata program either with owning something that is riata buckle eligible but too young to compete on or by having bred to a riata buckle stud is I don't know if a breeding to a Riata Buckle stud is the cheapest way into it or if mm-hmm. uh, if a baby by a Riata Buckle yeah. stud is going to be the best way into it for folks. But those are all available this weekend, right? Yes, both ways. Um, and I think that was phenomenal on Riata Buckle and, and Denny's part to do that because I think it just 
encourages these people to take that leap and and get into these young horses. Mm-hmm. So I think it's uh, I think it was great that Riata Buckle did that. I think it's exciting for everybody that doesn't have that Riata Buckle eligible horse that's ready to go rope on, and and this is their chance to get in on this and still be able to compete for those millions of dollars they're going to give away next year at Riata Buckle. Yeah, absolutely. And now we we weren't going to necessarily talk about select jeans. That wasn't exactly the point of this. But mm-hmm. how you you've told me that select jeans, which is your ICSI aspiration program, the ropers have been eating that up. Can you talk about mm-hmm. that? What what kind of crosses yeah. have you been seeing, and what have people been loving? So we didn't really do this with the intentions that the ropers were going to be all in on this. But to be honest with you, we have had more ropers buy them than anybody. And they've bought them out of the cutting mares, the racehorse mares, and the rope horse mares. So uh, that's been really cool. And I think that um, people like the idea that they don't have to own a mare, but they can still get access to genetics that that they really want to be a part of. Um, So we've had, like, for instance, Glory, we did her to Shining Spark this week. Um, we've done JLo's glow to, uh, she's going to go to metallic rebel. Um, she also went to Woody. We've had most of them go into crosses like that. The, the race horse mares have been bred to both metallic attack and Woody, uh, from some of our customers. And then, um, we've bred some of the cutting mares to race horses. So we're seeing a lot of that race run cross. I think people are going that way a lot right now but they're also wanting to breed those rope horse mares to kind of the classics like shining spark yeah absolutely um now give me the quick pitch on how people have never done an online sale before give us the quick information the quick and dirty on how you download the app and how you it's pretty easy yes it is very easy so you literally get on you can get on our website our facebook anywhere the select online sale um, there will be a link where you can pull the app up on an Android or an Apple app store. You download it. You click the big button that says register. It's going to ask you for all of your basic information. It will ask everybody for a credit card. We don't charge their card. It's just so we can verify that they are a real person registering to bid. And then they're set up to go. Um, it's pretty self-explanatory on that app. Everything will open Sunday morning at 8 o'clock. It'll go all throughout the day. And at 5 o'clock central time on Sunday, each of those lots will begin closing. So even if you're not bidding, there's so many people that get on just to watch it and kind of be a part of it and see what those horses bring. And so um, we get a lot of watchers and, of course, a lot of bidders too. It's it's just kind of an exciting thing to do on Sunday evenings when we have those sales to, to watch them close out. I, I, I like to watch them close out. There's always one that I think maybe I'm going to be able to buy and then yes. <laughs> buy, unfortunately, by about 10 am i realize that i'm not gonna be able to buy it but um no i miles always i'll tell miles which ones are my favorite and then he laughs at me and we he gets a good kick out of which ones i think i can buy but at least you have good taste yes it's and then uh, the the lady who bought dash and dynamo right i think Mm -hmm. she she certainly didn't think she was i've I've written her breeder's guide copy a few times and she did not think Mm -hmm. she was gonna win him and uh yes she told me that and she she did he was excited so it's fun we get to see those horses go all over like they have gone all over the united states they've gone to mexico canada france australia so it's really cool those horses literally have a chance to go worldwide and and we meet a lot of cool people that buy from there very good well thanks mel i appreciate it yes thank you